0: Hello, everybody. This is Kevin Dunn with Ocean Empire Realty. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Ocean Empire's podcast, where we go over real estate investing strategies, what to do, what not to do. Uh, And today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. This came up from some conversations I've had recently with some investors, you know, and that's always that I'm always preaching to everybody about cash flow. Um, you'll hear me say that term over and over again. I, I am all about cash flow. That is why I invest. Uh, but there's also a little hidden secret here in Myrtle Beach that I think a lot of people are starting to actually understand as well. And that's appreciation. So whenever I talk to investors, as I've said previously, you know, we go through a, a strategy. Like, what is your strategy for investing? And of course, mine, as I've I've told many of you before, is strictly cash flow. So I I expect to pay for a property. I expect to hold it for about five years. In that five years, I expect positive cash flow. And then when I sell it, you know, I hope that there's appreciation there. There always is. But it's not really my end game. But the appreciation aspect of Myrtle Beach and our market is not something you can really ignore. Um, And I wanted to kind of dive in and show you how do you can actually look at these properties and why Myrtle Beach is such an attractive market for real estate investors. So what I'm gonna do is I'm actually, you're not gonna be able to see this, but we'll put up some screenshots on the podcast so you can actually see what I'm actually looking at. But here's a couple of examples. So a lot of people ask me like, what can I get for $150,000 in Myrtle Beach? Well, for $150,000, you're probably gonna get a nice one bedroom direct oceanfront unit. And a lot of people, depending on where they're from, especially my New York friends and my, my, my newer friends in California, they, they actually don't believe me when I say it's $150,000. They, they ask me how many months out of the year they get it. And I have to be like, no, you actually own the property for $150,000. seems unrealistic to them, but here's the reality. And one of the reasons I love this marketplace and one of the reasons I love the fact that we're in such a phenomenal time to invest here is that Myrtle Beach's market If you go back to pre-crash, 2006, 2007, and into 2008, when the the real estate market crashed, most real estate across the country has far surpassed their pre-crash levels, meaning whatever the value was at the height of that market after crashing has already gone past that point. But the beauty of the Myrtle Beach oceanfront market is that it has not. We actually still have quite a bit of room Based on what people paid for these back in 2005 and what they are still paying for them today, and I'm actually just going to pull up some examples. So I just did a quick search. This is on RMLS Myrtle Beach for one bedroom motion fronts. and here's a great example. This is a one bedroom oceanfront in a fantastic resort. It's listed at 154.9. This same property in 2004. Sorry, 2005 sold for two twenty So, for those of my investors that are always asking, like, "Well, what's the appreciation aspects or, or possibilities?" Even though I focus on cash flow, the reality is the appreciation is there. Now, compare this: so one fifty four nine. It sold in 2005 for two twenty nine nine. Let's go to a different marketplace, similar vacation rental marketplace. And the first one I'm going to look at is Panama City. So I would just pull up a very similar search on Zillow. Obviously, I don't have access to their MLS, but Zillow pulls from the MLS. It's going to give us the same exact information. So when I pulled up Panama City, I said one bedrooms. Obviously, most of it is here on the oceanfront. Compare apples to apples. Average sales price for a one bedroom in Panama City. I'm just going to read them off. 369 399 395 197. That's an outlier, but it's also not right on the water. So, as you can see, you're talking about a different marketplace, similar properties that are going for more than double what you can get here. Now, a lot of people would ask, the, you know, the the next logical question would be like, okay, well, if I buy a property in Panama City for three or four hundred thousand dollars and it's a one bedroom oceanfront, will I make more money than I would in Myrtle Beach? Well, we can actually investigate that too. So what I did is I'm actually going on to my Airbnb account right now and I switched over to traveling. And I'm gonna pick peak season because Panama City, seasonality wise, is kind of similar to Myrtle Beach here. So I'm gonna just pick random dates in June of next year. So June 6th through the 12th, 2022. I'm looking for one bedrooms and I'm looking for something that just for two guests. And here's the first couple that come up in the Myrtle Beach Market, o- all ocean fronts. 193 a night, 212 a night, 191 a night, 215 a night. That's just an average range. Now what I do is if I actually go in and put Panama City, same parameters, 175 a night, 148 a night, 130, 179. And this is the crux of why So many people are starting to look at Myrtle Beach for investments. So here you have a market in Panama City. By the way, guys, nothing against Panama City. Sure, it's a lovely place, never personally been there. But the point is, for the amount of money you're going to spend in a certain marketplace, Myrtle Beach becomes that much more attractive. If you're going to spend a third of the price and pretty much get the same results, if not better, on your cash flow, Plus you have the possibility of appreciation because here's the reality, a one bedroom on the ocean. And again, I don't know the Panama city market. Um, if there's any agents out there that want to rebuff me, you can, by all means, call me. I would love to learn about it, but how much more can you honestly pay for a one bedroom that's only going to produce so much money in cash flow? So at some point the, the, the price of the property is almost pricing you out of actually cash flowing positive. Um, Let's take another market. I actually just looked this one up as well. All of you are pretty much familiar with the Fort Lauderdale market, right just north of Miami. So let's just do the same thing. We're looking at a one bedroom on the water. Much different marketplace. The rental rates I know will be higher here. But just again, to compare apples to apples on oceanfront properties, Fort Lauderdale one bedrooms, 359, 345, 355, 424, beautiful building 375 315 okay so again and when and the, what's even more telling though is if you go to the price history on these properties for example i pulled one up in fort lauderdale right here selling for 359 today 2005 it sold for 324 so what does that tell you that tells you that Fort Lauderdale, that market, the values have already surpassed pre crash levels. Again, going back to Myrtle Beach, this property sold for $229.9 in 2005, listed today, $154.9. This is why I'm so bullish on this market and why I think it needs to be taken seriously, not just the cash flow that you can get that can be produced from these properties, but also when you turn around to sell your property, there is a very high likelihood that property is going to be worth significantly more than what you paid for it. So we're going to have a lot of these clips up on the podcast so you can see exactly what I saw, just to make sure you understand that I'm not making numbers up. These are legit. If you want to look at this for yourself, and you don't have access to MLSs, you can go on Zillow. Just look at the um, excuse me, look at the price and sale history. You want to specifically look for what they sold for in around 2005, 2006, and now look at what they're selling for today or most recently, All right? And that's what's going to tell you what kind of appreciation you could expect on on the value of that that property. All right, if you've already gone past pre-crash levels, I would be cautious as far as expecting to get a ton of appreciation on the backside of of that investment. On the flip side, if you see that you still got 70, 80,000, sometimes $100,000 still difference between what it sold for then and what we're asking for now in Myrtle Beach, You can be pretty positive that that is going to continue to increase in value so that when it's time for you to cash out, you're going to be happy because you cash flowed positive and you got a chunk of money at the end. And of course, obviously as an investor, very common, 1031, put it into a new investment property and start the process all over again. So I hope this podcast was helpful. Again, if you have any questions, comments, please reach out to us, direct uh, direct message me. Uh, please like and subscribe to this podcast. We're going to continue to bring you content relevant to real estate investors, our market, other markets. It doesn't matter to us. We just want to get people understanding how real estate investing works. Um, And again, research this stuff for yourself. By all means, always remember that, you know, before you should make any decisions, consult with uh, financial experts. But this, I cannot stress enough, this is why I do what I do in this market that I do it. There is so much untapped potential here, and I don't want anyone to miss it or come to me three years from now and say, well, you know, unfortunately, that opportunity has kind of gone. To go right. Kevin Gunn Ocean Empire Realty. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time.